everybody, welcome to episode 127 of Games My Mom Found. Who's in a game where they don't actually show up to the last five minutes of the game with me tonight? Welcome back to another episode of Mike Alberton Likes Bad Video Games. I'm Michael K. Hughes. <laughs> and I am CTI Special Agent Joseph Butler. Please call me Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what I should open with? Who's the rookie who's been on 100, who's, who saved the world three times and still called a rookie? <laughs> this up. Spoilers, actually. <laughs> oh, well. It's, this, this game is not. <laughs> no one cares about the story. <laughs> Before we get too far, two things we house cleaning with. Uh, one, I do want to mention that we have a we do have a Patreon. We have a poll that is going for our first pilot test episode, as mm. you just heard last week, and you're hearing again this week for the whole month of June. We're gonna have it open. You can go in and vote what our first pilot test episode will be. We're gonna review the first episode pilot of a series, and there are four options, four cartoons. Definitely go. So throw us a dollar, and you can go throw a vote in and take a look at that. Should be fun. Yes, should be. All right. And that gets that out of the way. And then I should introduce what we're going to talk about, because this is my pick. <laughs> this is your fault. Yes. And this is partly because I like symmetry. That's why we're doing this. Uh-huh. So two years ago when this show episode, God, I should have looked that part up. In the early <laughs> 20s, we did the first Parasite Eve game. And then the following year in June, I'm like, let's do Parasite Eve 2 also in June. So now that we're in the third year I've been doing the show, it comes to June. I figured what better time than to do the the last Parasite Eve game that doesn't even have Parasite Eve in the title and isn't really a Parasite Eve game in any shape or form because the whole idea was to bring in newcomers, which I'm sure worked out super well. Yeah, <laughs> we are covering Square Enix's the third birthday from 2010 or 2011 in America mm-hmm. for PSP. <laughs> oh yeah, the system of choice yeah. of the day. I I forget how much I don't like PSP sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this I actually have this game on UMD to the left of me. I actually picked this up years ago at a pawn store, I think. And I was so excited to play it and I didn't go on to play it for another ten years or so. Or eight years. I own <laughs> so. it too. I think I did actually beat it. And then I got it on Vita and I beat it again and then I beat it again for this. Don't let that fool you, it's not good. And you Which... say I like bad video games, huh? <laughs> I just beat this once. <laughs> I played this back when it came out. There was an ad for it for oh, yeah. in Advent or not Advent Children Crisis Core, and I had no idea what Parasite Eve was. So <laughs> that that was a weird first experience. Well, I this started with no idea two. I started with either. two, and then I played this one, and then I played one. So I, I think I did it right because there's no way that I would have played two and three after playing one because it's the only good one in the series. <laughs> oh yeah. One is fucking amazing. Two is this two, is two is we're gonna add tank controls where they don't need to be. I played two wrong, so I can't really. <laughs> this, it. That was my shock to laugh. Like, oh, Mike played a game wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just agree that the uh, bad ending for Parasite Eve one is a true ending, and two and third birthday didn't happen. I don't remember the endings at all. I don't either. Remember, the end of one is you're running away from this thing that insta kills you, and that's about it. Oh, it goes it goes back to the opera house, and everyone is mitochondria with Aya. That's the bad ending. Oh, that sounds fun. I vaguely remember what he's talking about. That was like two years ago. Then it just turns into prototype. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and there will be spoilers for Parasite Eve. I'm sure we're going to make comments about the first game like we just did just there. So, again, it came out in over 20 years ago, so I'm not too worried. But want to put that in. There will be spoilers for third birthday. This well, big spoilers for this game. But who gives a shit about the story in this game? Two has a gun blade. <laughs> in the second uh, one. Yeah. 
And three's got this one's got Lightning's outfit, which I did not unlock. I think it's only available in Japan. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, it's not available <laughs> here, and you, it's only a download thing. I thought there was a way to unlock it in this. Yes, but you need a PSN using a code. Oh, okay. You probably hack it too if you know you played on ROM. <laughs> I did. Yes. So this game is oh, essentially no, is. The, real quick. Requirement yep. is that the player must accomplish at least half of all the feats on hard mode or, dif- or higher difficulties. So you can't unlock it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this game came out in PSP, as we were saying, and this is technically the the final Paris Eve game. The whole idea that this was the reason why it's not even called Paris Eve because they're like, we call Paris Eve three. We're going to cut down our audience. We're going to take away people who won't come and play our game because they didn't play one or two. So let's give it a brand new name and get those people in, which I don't think worked well, but that's why there is no Parasite Eve in the title. It wasn't a rights issue. It was a stupidity issue. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's why people bought two, even though it was the sequel. It sure wasn't that ad campaign that they ran for it, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure I commented on that second episode before I joined the show that it was absolutely why I bought that game. There is a shower scene in this game, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I was the target demographic for sure in a 2000 whatever. So (laughs) so I was super excited to play this game, too, because I have never got around to this. I love one. I did not enjoy two at all. So I was really excited to finally play this one. And my so the way it plays, it's a third person shooter cover shooter, because, again, another thing I found out while watching videos for research is that this game was, because Gears of War was big at the time, they're like, let's make a cover shooter too, because that's, except this is not a good cover shooter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. when you play on easy, you don't really need to cover shoot, you can just hop around like an idiot and just kill things, or run run around in, in, in a circle. Not a good cover shooter, so it's like infamous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just didn't have, I didn't have a good time with that, with the cover shooting in this game. Like, I, I didn't really go behind cover a lot, because at least in easy, I didn't have to. I could usually stay upright and still take people out without too much trouble as a third person shooter. Yeah, until you get to some of the crappier enemies. There later there, in the game. There were even some bosses and enemies like I didn't even see the point in like covering because they just run up to you and slap you. <laughs> and destroy your cover. Yeah, yeah, and destroy your cover. Or grab you and then you have to jump into somebody else. Uh, so the the story of this game is it takes place apparently Iabrea, which was this was irritating me a lot, so I gotta get this out. She's 38 when this game takes place. It's Aabrea. Okay. <laughs> I pronounced everything <laughs> wrong. Welcome to Games My Mom Fun. No, I <laughs> I just remember I listened to the first podcast and they, everyone it's it's a PlayStation game, so there was no vocals. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's Aya, it's Aya. I feel like they say a both ways in this game. They probably do. points. <laughs> They're too busy calling her rookie all the time to say Aya. That pissed me off at first. Do they know? Do you think they know? He knows. Yeah. Um, a revolver ocelot wannabe he knows that she is not a abrea okay that's why he calls her rookie that's why she's in a cell spoilers but the guy that you're talking to the whole game is actually not human he is the one that sent you on all these missions is actually considered what's called one of the high ones who yeah. are creatures that came out of what happens at the 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 zero hour of this whole event he's not he knows that he's not human he knows who you are and he's just okay roping you along for whatever reason, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so this game takes place years later, and the th- and they so all of a sudden you wake up with this character. She's in a cell working for some organization called the CTI. I think is what it is. Yeah, the Crisis Twisted Investigation or something like that. And I got really angry. And they kept calling her rookie, and she had no idea what's going on. I'm like, she she was in the she was a NYPD. 
she was in this FBI organization. Like, she knows what the hell she's doing, and this is years later. What the fuck are you calling her rookie for? And it really made me upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really weird because, like, so I, I played the game originally when I didn't know anything about the series. So, like, going into this with nothing, no knowledge, you're like, oh, okay, you know, you're playing the game new. You're new to all this, whatever. But, like, I, I know now, I know about Parasite Eve, and it is really off-putting just for them to be like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Let me teach you how to use a gun, you know. Don't, don't, don't panic at the sight of blood. <laughs> it's, it's really off-putting when you don't know where the story's going, because I actually, because of that, I actually watched uh, spoiler videos, because I was really upset, and I'm like, okay, I need to understand what's happening. <laughs> so I knew what the ending of the game was before I beat the first Zero episode. <laughs> I'm surprised you found videos. I there's <laughs> two let's players that I I've seen that played and reviewed the game and apparently Square Enix does not want people to know the ending of this game exists because it's like <laughs> super copyrighted. They had to like edit audio and footage and put filters over it and I think one person was saying that like oh yeah I had to put like four filters over it. Huh. I wonder why. It's a bad game. <laughs> don't want people to spoil the twist before they get to it when they play it themselves I mean, you don't get it to the too. it's also a dumb twist so I have to go a little bit into Parasite Eve 2 and Parasite Eve 1 spoilers so the the thing that you find out later in this game which and they don't tell you I think to the very end like the final boss I think, no, you don't find out to the very end of the game yeah. who you actually are that you're actually Maya who's the little girl that she saved in the end of Parasite Eve 2 who, when they, I don't know why, but when they gun down Aya at her wedding day, Maya jumps into her body, and by her jumping into her body is what changed the future. She jumps in the body in 2010, I think it is. This game takes place in 2012. And then the Twisted, which are these weird monsters, are born out of this fusion of her jumping into Aya. Aya then is lost to time, they think, for two years. And Maya thinks she's Aya and running around as her, and but has no memory. They do not explain why the police shoot up her wedding, like, at all, throughout the entire game. Okay, so it wasn't just... I did look a little bit, but not super hard. Uh, I just know, because I, I watched... Like I said, I watched two different people beat it, and they're like, why did the police show up and just shoot up this wedding? Especially, that... like, if you know who Aya Brea is, like, she saved New York twice. Yeah, why are you trying to... Like, that bothered me. Why are they trying to kill her? Which is what led, I mean, I like the fact that this game does place, take place in New York again. I like the fact that the whole game is you sitting into a chair, going back in time to when the Twisted first attacked New York and trying to stop it. I like and, that. You got Jack into the Matrix. That is what it looks like. And uh, for those that don't know, I tend to skip stories in video games. So that's why I'm not speaking up during this. Like, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't really care. No one has any idea what's really going on because none of this is like the stuff that I'm telling you or we're saying. None of this is explained to the last 10 minutes of the game about I mean, you do see clips of the wedding. You see clips of her starting to remember things, but nobody really tells her what's going on. Nobody. They, they call her rookie. They like, you know, we we're saying earlier, oh, you don't pass out of blood like she's this, you know, they don't explain what's happening at all. When you first run into one of the high ones is in, I think, the first level after you beat a boss. It doesn't explain who that is either. Just this creature that they think is human that's not human and turns to a monster. Like, nothing's ever explained. The Twisted aren't explained where they come from. They're just monsters that are killing all these people in New York. They don't know why they came. It's just like the Locusts broke out of, you know, Gears of War just broke out of the Earth. We don't know why they're here. I mean. I do like the design of the Twisted, though. They're a pretty cool design. I'll give it that. They are. Yeah, the basic like ones remind me of the Bandersnatch from Code Veronica. 
I think they're called Bandersnatches too, aren't they? Oh, I wouldn't know. I don't think or that so. was just you called them, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, the enemy variation is fine. Nah, yeah, I didn't have a problem yeah, with it until good. later. Oh yeah, there, there's also the there's a there's a funny moment if y'all if I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about is there's a like a what a six month time skip and it's not even fully explained. It doesn't even show <laughs> what happens. It's just a six month time skip and it's like Aya talking to is it Medea Medea oh, Media whatever his name is the Japanese guy from the first game who's a completely different character. And it's like, oh, yeah, the whole CTI team got gunned down. And it's like a single frame flashback. And it's like, well, I guess that happened. <laughs> and that's like midway through the game. And I was like, that's nothing with the story. It just makes no sense. It's so stupid that you're going back in time for this organization. They keep locking you in a cell after each mission when you jack into the Matrix. And you, you go back in the time and you take over National Guard soldiers and inhabit their bodies, and then use them to alter events in the past to change the future. That's also that, a very fun to- uh, game mechanic too. Yeah, like, that's like the the core main mechanic is jumping between soldiers to either use fun. their weapon or to get a better angle on the enemy. Like it's the best part of the game. Or when they're about to get murdered and you don't want to die, so you just like, screw <laughs> you, right. die. Yeah, like, can you imagine that? You're in all of a sudden you wake up in your own body and you're like, why am I in the mo- in the mouth of this monster? What? The-? Yeah, and you're just being eaten. Being carried away by one of the ceiling spider enemies. <laughs> That's yeah, that happened a lot. I'm like, oh, we'll see. I wouldn't go save him. I just let him get wandered off. Like, oh well, they're screaming at me. <laughs> More people come, but so that's the whole idea is that you're inhabiting National Guard, and but the National Guard can't—they just see you as another National Guard. I think. Yeah. Okay, they don't realize you're jumping their bodies, even though she says her name to somebody multiple times. Oh no, that that was a twist. That was Cray. Like, oh yeah. She's talking to like a captain. He's like, "Oh, we're this way, blah blah." blah. And then he's like, "Ha ha, I'm Cray." And it's, it, I'm sitting here playing, and I'm like, "I recognize your voice. Like, why is this a surprise?" And then he doesn't even have a boss fight. Like, doesn't he like, like every person you meet has a boss fight except for him. He just kind of fades away. Yeah, because he he dies to save his daughter, which made absolutely no sense. Like, I didn't understand anything that was happening in the story. I like, didn't none understand of the, that either. It didn't make sense. I mean, that was so weird. I can't even I can't even really begin to describe how weird this game is. Like I'm trying to explain the story, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't really it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like so many things don't matter. Like you Cray is one of the guys that's in the future with you at first, and at one point he goes missing. So then you go and then you, and back in time when you're doing some mission, he throws off his mask and confronts you with a gun, but then in the future he fades away when they run when the when the people in the future run up to him. And I love time traveling stories, but this makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I love uh Final Fantasy. 13 lightning returns for PSP. Never. <laughs> that, that's what this I, game is. I never played lightning returns. Or no, I, I think it's the other one uh, with time travel. Yeah, the third one's the one with time travel. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the second one isn't. That's for sure. Two's, yeah, two's time travel and two's dimension travel? jumping. Yeah. Man, Three plays Farah. Or uh, Sarah. Jesus. Yeah. Sarah Farron. I mean, I like time travel stories, but this one is just it's so weird. And it's just a mechanic. Like, I was really having a good time with this game. Because I enjoyed the basic combat of third-person shooter, jump from a soldier to soldier, shoot things, fill up a bar, a yellow a yellow triangle appears, hit a button, zoom into their body, kill them real fast, and then keep going. Like I enjoyed that. Oh yeah, a lot. What weapons did you guys use? I used uh, one of the LMGs that I had unlocked. What's LMG? Light machine gun. So it it doesn't auto lock on like most of the other weapons, but it does enough damage where it doesn't really matter. I only used assault rifles. <laughs> that's I just I, I got a couple early on that I bought. I upgraded them all the way, and that's all I used for a majority I'm, of the game. 
I'm curious how long you would have tried to just use the pistol had I not <laughs> interjected, <laughs> told you not to do that. I wanted to, but I see it was so weak and, and they give you so much ammo throughout the game. Like there were parts where I completely ran out of ammo where every soldier I could jump into had no ammo. And that did happen to me a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, and also and the thing about these soldiers, you keep jumping these soldiers and a lot of you have a lot of rooms that are just like an arena room, essentially, for a game game way to describe it. You go into a place, enemies spawn, you kill enemies, and if and if your soldiers die, new soldiers keep running in to sacrifice themselves. That's most of the game. That's most of the combat. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, as far as run into a room and fight all the enemies, and then run into the next room and fight all those. Yeah. I had fun. Like, I wasn't bored with this game. I was actually having a blast. I beat this game in, like, two or three days. I just couldn't stop playing. I got stuck on the part I got stuck on the part where you had to use a sniper rifle to look for the enemies up in the air. Okay, oh, I wasn't, yeah. you know, wasn't looking <laughs> high enough. Yeah, well, I had that problem, too. If you hold down square, you can look up with the well, camera. Yeah. The camera. <laughs> I didn't know that. What I would do is I would hold down triangle, which is how you zoom into people, look around, see who I could zoom into. because I knew how to move the camera, see the enemy, then jump back, pull out my scope and take my little scope and look all the way up and try to find the guy. Don't do it. I got, I got to the point where I was just looking for the, the poison. They were pooping down. Yeah, that's why I did. That's how I figured it out. That's a that's a, that, okay. That is a dumb part when they first give you the sniper rifle. Like, okay, look for the bugs that are shooting poison. And I'm just like, I kept and other bugs keep spawning. I kept killing them. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm waiting for. And then I yeah, looked at I did a, that too. <laughs> I had to look up a video, and I'm like, oh, look up. Okay. Yeah, looking up was not something I wanted to do. But I mean, it's fine. I know there's like story happening in between all this, like throughout the game, but. You know, like I can't like normally I like to say what story is going on as we progress through and talking about a game, but I can't even think of what the hell is going on half the time. Other than she just keeps going back in time and trying. I guess you're trying to save the world, but I don't think you ever have anything successful happen when you go back in time. I think you learn more until that happens. Like it's really weird because there's that whole thing where it's like, oh, the the Amelie or the the sniper the sniper lady ends up dying, so you go to save her, and then it's like, oh, well, that made Cray die, so go save him, and then that whole thing happened and. But she dies, too, in the future. At one point, she, like, dissolves. Yeah, I can't remember why. I mean, there's people around you in the future and in the past you run into, but they don't matter. Like, Cray, there's this girl, there's a couple, none of them matter. So, apparently, like, the girl, I I love the opening, too, by the way. The opening's great to this game. That's where all the budget went. Yeah, pretty much. You reminded me of something. When I first heard that opening and I heard the remix of the music, because I actually played this game with headphones at first, I got so happy and nervous and excited all at the same time. Like, I was just like, oh, God, it's Paris City Music. And I'm like, oh, yes, it sounds so good. But I was like, and I was so hyped to play this game after that music opening. Oh, yeah, that, that opening is really good. The, what is it, the girl that you're, the one at the concert, the one I is in, and then she gets snatched, she gets banner snatched away, is supposed to be the daughter of the guy funding the CTI. Did they ever say that? Yeah, it's in all that. After you meet Matt Medea, Medea is that am I saying that right? I can't. It doesn't matter. Creepy scientist. Yeah, it's creepy scientist who's just Hojo. Um, who wasn't like that in the first game. <laughs> he uh, there's a bunch of articles on things you can read, and it has pictures. And hers is like the only other one with a picture, and it explains that. And that's why all the people in the game are important because they all have something to do with the past. Wow. Um, okay. That's yeah. Also, the st- most of the story in this game is all in text files you have to read later on. I was finding out. <laughs> no. I didn't read any of them. I was just watching <laughs> videos, and they're like, yeah, you got to read all the text in these vi- in these things you unlock to get at- to get most of the story. I'm like, 
Remember last week when we praised Bioshock for having all that stuff in audio diaries? This is the, the this is the opposite of that. This is very well, much the opposite. Audio diaries are one thing where you can just read, you can just press a button well, yeah. and listen to it. Uh, yeah. This is literally have to go in different menus. And to kind of finish up part of the story, so as you keep going back in time, about halfway through the game, the FBI tries to kill you. I don't know why the FBI tries to kill you, but they they kill the people you're working with. They blow up the machine, try to kill you, and then you escape. Like we said, it jumps two years, and you end up with a scientist from the first game that he talk he talk, talks like this, and he finishes a sentence, and then he says other words, but he doesn't really know what he's trying to tell you, and he's really, really creepy and hitting on Aya. He talks like that. It's terrible. It's close to that, isn't it? Something like that? You know, that's it. He he also refers to, to Aya as his princess. <laughs> it bothered me because it's almost like he doesn't... He knows... He has to know that's not really Aya... Because he knows I didn't have the ability to jump into people's bodies. I think he knew. But I guess if you play on hard mode, she calls him a creep. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there's some dialogue just on hard mode where she's like, man, he's creepy. But only on hard mode. <laughs> Weird. <sighs> I mean, hell, again, that's what this game was. This game was marketed for certain people. Yeah. It really is marketed as, as like a... You can just tell. Which is we weird, because the first the one sure wasn't. Parts. No. I mean, the second one is the one that has the shower scene that advertised in the trailers. That there's mm-hmm. nothing there, but <laughs> uh, the the first game's art's pretty sexual, but it's not even that bad. It's like very '90s, like you know. Yeah, it's it's nothing compared to the ad for the second one, where she's got like the jacket on with nothing on underneath it. <laughs> yeah, like they they know what they're doing. And the second one in the trailer for the game has the shower scene that they were advertising. I remember my friend bought that game just because of that shower scene because we were like 13 at the time or something. So <laughs> maybe 12. We were young. And I know that's why he wanted the game. And I remember he was all excited to show me that part, even though you don't really you don't see anything. And then this game, there is a shower scene, but you only get it on hard mode, I think. Or you have to beat the game a second time. I can't remember. You, I think you have to do all the feeds in any given chapter and it unlocks it. I actually just looked this up because I wanted to talk about it. Uh, you have to at least restart a new game. Plus, you have to do at least one feat, and then you can get the shower scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't mind horny games, but this game is extra horny sometimes. <laughs> well, <laughs> just in it. Uh, like when you when you're at Mahita's, because I got confused. So the first part of this game, you just go up to a computer, and, which is the machine, and you would start the mission. When you're first in in the second half of the game in Mahita's quarters. You have to just press start to start the game. I ran around that entire place, went to the bathroom multiple times where she wouldn't go in the shower, looked around, found the Christmas, the Santa costume that you can't take and just spent. And then it wasn't until I finally hit a button like, oh, just hit start mission. I'm like, wow, that was simple (laughs) and completely confused. I talked to him the whole time and listened to his terrible voice acting. That's the other thing. Like all the voice acting game is fine, but for some reason, his voice acting is really, really bad. I don't know what they were going for. I'm not a big fan of our main character's voice acting because she's such a badass in the original. I mean, it makes sense because it's not actually her, but she's such a badass in the first two games. And this one, she's like kind of whiny. Like, obviously, she's inexperienced, but like we said, she shouldn't be. And you don't find out to the end. It's actually her, but it still bothered me. I was only okay with it because I looked up and read everything after I did the first episode because I was getting so pissed off. And then I was okay. It's still so I, I went into the game with the mindset that she was Maya, not Aya, and I had no issues after that. But you are right. It is it is really off-putting if you didn't go and read a wiki. It's a very other M take on your main character. Yeah, I, I don't like her being that way because she's so strong in the first two games. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and if you didn't know that it's really a 12-year-old girl that went into her body. 16. 15, 16? 16. 16. Okay, still, it makes sense that it's, 
you're not this battle hardened veteran that's, you know, saved the world twice. You're a kid. Yeah. Who was in a in a freaking research center for a long time. I think you're a clone. <sighs> Probably. Are you a clone? Is my Maya... yeah. Maya's a clone of Aya. Well, OK. So I don't remember Maya piloting any mechs, though, in this game or anything. Nothing. OK. No, I got nothing over. <laughs> Somebody smiled out there. Somebody. I was thinking X-23 being a clone Wolverine. Uh, I was going Neon Genesis with that joke. Oh, okay. Because when you say a clone, when, when she said clone, the first thing about my head, I think I'm a clone now. From Weird Al Yankovic did a song. Uh-huh. Yeah, never mind. We're not. So, okay, I forgot <laughs> that she was a clone. I played two a year ago and I tried to forget it. That's okay. I really hated to. You can hear all about that. So, I mean, so the story didn't keep, like in most games, the story keeps me going, but the combat for this game is what kept me going. Because I was just having, I did have fun. And, you know, as we were saying, the enemies kind of, they have a lot of boss fights. And the boss fights irritated me a little bit because they're, they can take a lot of freaking damage. Oh, yeah. Too much damage for this type of game. The the best boss fight was the one where it had, like, the uh, the armored car in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he, where the boss eventually turns into a bunch of the stink bug flies. And you have to use the sniper rifle to find out which one is the real one. Did any of you figure out how to do that for any of the other enemies? Because I got stuck for that. Because <sighs> there's like the worm monster, and I try looking up how to kill it, and it's like, oh yeah, just use a sniper rifle to look for weak points for enemies. And I'm like, nope, nope, didn't no, do that. <laughs> no idea how that's supposed to work. I also missed that text, too, that you're talking about. I just shot everything till it died. I f- remember I stumbled on one, something with spider legs. One of the legs was, was red like it was a weak point, but it was so thin I couldn't hit it with the rifle. Like, okay, well, that's there. I just can't do anything with it. I mean, that, that wasn't... The battles, other than the bosses having too much health, I didn't mind. Because you keep jumping through people, so I enjoyed it for the most part. I can't remember the spider boss. I know one boss where I had to go like above him. You had to like get his attention and go above him to shoot yeah. his weak spot. On his that back. pissed me off. That's oh, one that of the first cool. ones. Yeah. yeah, you had to like run up a bunch. You had to run. You had you had to hit his leg so he would get stunned. Run past him. Run up like three flights of stairs. I got away to the top, and then I thought I was playing a regular game. Like, oh, I got. To, I can just stay here and keep shooting him. And then eventually, he climbed up the building, ate me. So I had to go send another loser all the way up there to go die to go fight him again. <laughs> you just run down the stairs, like partway down the stairs, and then swap into someone else, and that soldier would just stand there. Yeah, yeah the AI just... for this game's not good. <laughs> No, you're well, you're supposed to move the AI around and like some maybe fake RTS elements where you move people around because you can position people in different places. And even the guide I was looking at every so often would say, bring these guys, put them behind the cover, switch. Um, and I never I didn't do any of that. I, I would be in a guy, run up to the enemy, watch him get grabbed, then switch them and watch him get eaten while I shot shot him with someone else. They're pretty useless on their own, too. Unless you're controlling the character, they don't do shit. No, they're just there. I just love the fact that they keep coming. They keep respawning people that you can jump into. Up until like the fifth episode where it's like, oh, hey, this is a suicide mission, so don't expect a bunch of people. And then like <laughs> still towards the end, a bunch of dudes start swarming in. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's because the second half of the game when you're in present time in 2012. It's kind of funny that is it 2012 or 2014? 2012. OK, which is kind of funny. That's supposed to be the you know the year the world was going to end. So I kind of fit that kind of joke to me. I missed it by about eight years. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm trying to think of this in combat. Like you, you can hold four weapons, which is fine. You can throw grenades, which I did sometimes, but I usually would hurt myself with grenades more than hurt the enemy. I use the grenades a lot because usually when you use the grenades, it gives them the overdive ability. Yeah. Overdive is great because it will just have an enemy's health sometimes. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. I would use it all the time when I could. Did y'all ever mess with like 
Oh, that, that's what the name of it I was going to say. Did y'all ever mess with the sphere grid? <laughs> the I, I got yeah. it to the point where I liked it, and I did quit messing with it because it wasn't doing anything else for me. Yeah, you're apparently supposed to, like, hardcore, like, grind that thing out. I was looking at stuff for it, and some dude had, like, nine different abilities. All were, like, leveled up to level 24, and I'm like, jeez, oh, I'm never getting that done. I had <laughs> something at level 14, and they wouldn't go any higher. So... When you overdrive kill something, you have a chance to get, uh, what are these? They call them chips? OE chips, yeah. Overdrive energy chips. And you slot them into this 3x3 grid, and they give you different passive bonuses. But they didn't activate. None of them activated enough for me to really notice them being useful, I guess. Unless you were like me, who had, I got the rise ability. And so when I, when you die at least once per level, you can at least come back. I did have that one. (laughs) I did have that too. I never used it because if I start, if I was to die, I hit a button on my keyboard. Uh-huh. That problem was fixed real fast. But you no, know, I like the DNA chips. I would screw with them a lot. I also forgot to. You have to. You have to equip it. By the way, if you uh-huh. screw with it and screw with it, but don't actually equip it, nothing happens. I found out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it took about chapter three. I went. Oh, I gotta equip this once an episode. <laughs> I swear. Oh, he's something stupid. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought I would just quit, but I, I never got anything up to 20s or even 12. I did get some stuff like 7, 8, but I, I wouldn't use anything that gave me a negative effect. I wouldn't use it. I didn't really understand it. I don't think there's any type of really explanation of how that whole meter even works in this game. Like, they don't really ever tell you. Yeah. Like, they should. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's really I think, weird. I think the only other thing in combat way that really manages the crossfire, where if you hold your targeting reticle on an enemy while there are other soldiers present it'll fill up a little meter and when it gets full you can have all the soldiers shoot at whatever you're aimed at yeah stupid what yeah, soldiers they either got stolen or they died <laughs> other <laughs> lives for, for the our character and it was early on when i did i one time got eaten and i forgot to switch and just stayed in the person while they got eaten and then got game over i'm like well we're not doing that again <laughs> i did that with the kyle boss fight where you're in the you're in the helicopters which if did y'all notice they were called bahamut yes Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i was in the helicopter and he had like 25 percent health left and i was like darn it i guess i'll just die and i went oh wait and i already did the game over (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can still switch off even if you do it fast enough before you completely even when you're about to die you have a little bit of time like seconds to switch i Okay, that part really got me excited for this game. There's a whole section where you fly in a helicopter on rails and shoot on this giant building. You just shoot these things in the building. That was really cool. You shoot the worms, you, too. Because you can't escape. So the people with you all die because they blow up, but you jump in a helicopter and leave. <laughs> and the guy that you were is dead. <laughs> yes, because you jump out of the helicopter when it gets destroyed and takes over somebody else. I'm sure they'll be super happy to know that you fixed the timeline. This is, this is when you're in the future. Whatever. And the fact that, like, Kyle... So Kyle Madigan shows up, which is from Parasite Eve 2. He's the mercenary that you meet in the in the little desert town that became that her became her fiancé for some reason, even though he she tried to kill him in the second game, if I remember right. He betrays you, but they got married at some point, or were going to get married, and that's when the whole thing happened. But he becomes one of the high ones, which is what the Twisted are, that are, like, mostly human. So the way that I took the high ones, for those that watched Stargate SG-1, they're like the replicators, which are all bugs. But then they're the ones that advance so far it turns into human like. Yeah. Hey, you actually got the reference? No, I got that. I got that. He's the one that turned to a high one, but. <laughs> I was maybe an SG1 fan. Oh, no. I'm a Star Wars guy all the way. You're missing out. Me too. But <laughs> so that's kind of how I took it that they were 
that's kind of the way. But it was just weird seeing Kyle in this game where, like you said, he turned into a boss fight. That was strange to me. Uh, the, the, the way it is, is I understood a whole bunch of the high ones, which ironically is just the way I took it is, uh, oh, they're they're the people there because obviously they're the people who are there when the the happening happened, the time zero. <laughs> When she jumps into her body and then kicks her out of her own body. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, it's yeah, it's the four people. It's Cray and Sniper Lady and the girl who I guess is probably friends with Maya, I guess. Because she was there too for some reason. They're banging at the door at the wedding. Yeah. And then there's also the fake, the fake, I keep calling Ralph Russell, that guy. He's also a high one. He's the one that's like the whole twist in this game. Like the last two chapters are where he ter- finally shows that he's not human and Start killing everybody, even though you don't see him kill anybody. Is he from a different game? No. I feel like he's from the first one or something. Nope. Nobody is other than Maya and Aya and Kyle. Yeah. It's so strange. Because, I mean, I guess when I was when I was researching it and someone had said, like, the whole point of this was to make this a brand new experience. So new people would get into the series. I mean, they really did do that. I mean, I don't think they got new people in the series, but they really <laughs> went, you know, a different thing for no reason. Uh, speaking of things for no reason, there's something else in combat we haven't talked about. <laughs> I think you've been putting it off. I haven't put it off. Yeah, I've been waiting. What, what is it? So when <laughs> you take too much damage, oh. you, you kind of <laughs> lose some clothing. How often? Lowers. How <laughs> often happens. But naked. Oh, it happens all the time. Like you can repair <laughs> it at the little save points in between fights, but it's gonna happen again. They. Uh, it's <laughs> so stupid. And it, every costume has like two or three versions of it where it'll get you have the normal, then it gets damaged. And she's already wearing skimpy clothing in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so when I was playing this, I showed my wife. She's like, that's stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's amusing me, but it's stupid. Yes. You it take more damage. Option. It should have been an option to turn that off, honestly. Like, there's no reason for it. No. Yeah. It, it, it's. Again, it kind of shows the age of this game, what, what year it was, too. But it was just funny because at one point, because her normal costume is a pair of ragged jeans and a white jacket is the, of, the, of the two that you get. And if you win, if you get damaged, she pretty much her jeans are like, are like not even booty shorts. Like there's just nothing there. It's like only like a thong of jeans and she and her coat's gone. And it's like, I'm like, OK, this is other than the fact. And plus the fact I'm taking more damage. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> this is unnecessary. Part of her butt cheeks hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much both her butt cheeks are hanging out. <laughs> It amused me the first time that I'm like, okay, it's not, it's not the kind of game I'm looking for right now. You can apparently unlock an, another camera view that just follows behind her and stares at her ass the whole game. I believe the costumes are her the regular outfit, the one with the coat. There is the Christmas outfit. You get the, um, the maid outfit, which she can totally look underneath, which I hate. Oh, God. There's the... I, I got the maid outfit, then I turned off the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to see what it looked like. I, I know what the other one, like Ch- Chocomongo or whatever, but it's just a Chinese outfit. And then there's the Christmas outfit, the bunny outfit, the suit, which is very much... I was like, oh, it's a suit. That's probably cool. She's probably like a bit... <laughs> no, it's sexy. Never mind. Yeah, she's got lingerie under, on under it. Yeah, and then there's a the night outfit, which is just like her wearing armor, but then like there's no pants to it so she's basically in her underwear and the armor gets destroyed she's in a metal looking thong type thing. really oh my god and there's overdive suit which is just black leather and oh, that one lightning, cool. the lightning one we talked about and then just the swimsuit with jc dukes on and even then it's not it's not even when you that's the one that has the most revealing if you get damaged of course and you my take other the most issue damage. is that I want a new armor because I was thinking I just wanted more armor. I'm like, okay, I'll play the game. I'll get more, you know, I'll get because I knew this game had different suits. I didn't 
I didn't look up and realize they were all the sexy suits. I thought I'd get different armors as the game progress. You don't get anything without beating the game. You get the maid suit when you first beat the game. You get the business suit to beat the game on higher difficulty. You get the swimwear, which is completely, you take the most damage. Everything that you get, all these are all afterwards. <laughs> like even the Santa suit, you find it in a locker where you can only get it, like we were saying before, on your second time through. Oh, apparently that's not even the worst of it. So get this, to unlock that camera angle I mentioned, you have to beat the game 50 times to unlock the shower scene and the video log. And then you have to watch the shower scene 10 times in a row to unlock this camera. Okay, this is a real thing? Or is this, this a joke to like something from like an April Fool's EGM thing? This, no, this is, is on real. the Parasite Eve fandom wiki. Oh my god. <laughs> Just... why, are you, why are you so horny, Square? What are you doing over there? Tetsuno Mora, you made Kingdom Hearts. Why are you like this? I'm <laughs> <laughs> she's not in those. I really like this character. That was another reason why this game was hard for me at first when I kept insulting her and calling her rookie and throwing her in a cell and I was very irritated. They really should have just like made you say so since we're gonna get into like the whole towards the end stuff too they really should just like change it and just made it like oh you're you're actually maya the whole time we just yeah. told people you know like not even the body switch just lied the whole time i would have liked the game more if it would have been aya died or aya's missing and you're maya yeah not in aya's body because aya's own like my joke when i opened up this episode i is only in the flash five minutes of this game <laughs> oh yeah how'd you feel about uh so are, are we are we like at the end of this of this game finally I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, there's boss fights. We don't really need to go. We talked about the Jeep. We talked about the helicopter. Uh, there's other enemies we could talk about. And the boss. I do want to talk about a couple of the bosses near the end, but you uh, go wherever. Did y'all like the final boss? That final segment of switching between your friends' bodies? That's kind of cool. It's yeah. The, was... They're just other bodies. They don't do anything special. It's very Square Enix. But it's your people that you're going into. I mean, at first, I didn't know you were supposed to die, so I was just shooting all the bodies and reloading save stage and not taking damage, and then I looked online, like, just die. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I'm, I mean, as I told the story before, I'm notorious for that kind of thing. When I first placed Mega Man X and you fight Vile and I had Game Genie on, I fought Vile for 30 minutes. He just wouldn't die. So <laughs> I'm notorious for stuff like that. So you beat this game with the power of friendship? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's accurate, yes. <laughs> she uses the people that had been around her who give her bot who give their body up so she can jump into different bodies to fight Revolver Ocelot, who was your mentor in the beginning of this game. And then now he like he's the weirdest thing because he his bot like his top half splits in half. He's like he's like Mr. Fantastic trying to beat you with stuff. That's like the only really parasite Eve thing from this game is like uh-huh. he, I, I like the his like contorting and like shooting bullets out of his body. He's pretty cool. Because they always have like weird enemies, but usually they're twisted versions of normal animals. Like in the first one, you're fighting giant rats. And two had the weird dog things. Three had these are dog. just these are just uh, necromorphs from Dead Space. Yeah, they're not they're not as cool. They're not like they're not monsters. They're not like creatures coming from other creatures. That, like not animals turning into monsters. I should say to be accurate. Yeah. And even two had that. Most of the enemies you fight in two are, mon- are animals that were transformed. And yeah, you're right. This game they're just they're so different. Well, they're the twisted. There's giant I, tentacles everywhere that kind of came out of the ground and destroying the buildings. I'm just. I think the thing I hated most were like the banana split enemies that I was calling them. They're like oh. these quadruped animals that kind of split at the top. They have like this hump on top and they split and that's where the head comes out and that's what you have to shoot. Those are annoying. Yeah, because they go back into their shell and regenerate health and, and teleport yeah, and shoot bombs at you. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about the, the spider <laughs> that we mentioned briefly throughout the episode there. So there are rooms that you go in, I think they're called stalkers, but they come on the ceiling and they will go down. Well, shoot, they, 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 they shoot these spikes out. These spikes turn into big balls and then will hit you and they'll kind of stun you. Sometimes, and they'll grab your character that you're playing as 
and they'll just pull them up and just take them away and open a portal and just take them somewhere else. You don't want to still be in that body when that portal when that when that body goes through that portal. But it's game over. Yeah, I did also, that one just to see what would happen. Also, all the soldiers have the same Wilhelm scream of like dying. So <laughs> I had to get used to that after a while. So many soldiers. Oh. <laughs> There's so many people you kill. So That's I mean, you'd have to jump from body, but they were just really creepy enemies too. Yeah. There was only one or two points in this game where you could not jump in anybody else. And this game also has checkpoints too throughout where you'll run through an area, you'll go through a bunch of rooms, and you'll get into a safe room with a bunch of guys just sitting there. You can refill in your ammo, you can upgrade your weapons, you can change weapons, which I never did, you can change costumes probably, and then you can continue on. Do you ever upgrade any of the weapons, either of y'all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, as you gain experience with using each type of, type of weapon, it just takes forever. Mm-hmm. You can unlock different parts to swap out. But you're supposed to beat this game 50 times, Mike. Uh-huh. Well, you beat it 10 times, you unlock infinite ammo. I mean, to me, that's just that just shows you the ridiculousness of this game. Where they like, who the hell is going to beat a game 50 times? Something like mm-hmm. this. I mean, like this is not your 10 minute, you know, hour game. This is not a roguelite where you just keep playing it because it's quick and easy. Well, the, quick. the idea was supposed to be because it was supposed to be a PSP game. Like they always advertise like, oh, yeah, you can just take this with you whenever you're bored. You know, you could take it on the train ride or the bus station or the bus ride or, you know, eat, play at lunch. I okay. wouldn't want to be seen playing this game in public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one of the things I thought was it. It's something that I really like in video games and I really hate if, if it's pulled off. Well, it was pulled off well in the beginning up until it got annoying. The Reaper. Uh, man, I'm not a fan of any enemy that you can't kill. You just have to run away from. If it's done right, it can be done really well. This one wasn't done. It was done okay. Yeah, I guess Dead Space was all right when you destroy it with like an afterburner or whatever. That was cool. Or you freeze it or something, throw it into space. Yeah, that was a cool part. Does an RE4 have something like that? Yes, with your generators. Oh, God. Hey, guess what? You get to play that too. Uh-huh. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that game's good. Don't get me wrong, but games are great. Better than this crap. <laughs> so that, i mean this game does continue the whole horror vibe of the first two, kind of i was just thinking that it's when not, you compared to the re4 this this is a pure action game it's yeah. not even dead space levels of horror <laughs> it's a third person shooter yeah it's action where the first one i consider horror rpg the second one i just consider survival horror and the third one i consider action horror i mean it, it's very much like you said before we talked about this you're like it's an action game oh yeah through and through it's yeah. cover shooter not really, but yeah, sure, okay. Oh, the one part that we, before we get to the ending that really pissed me off when you get chased by the Reaper for the first time. The Reaper yeah. is an enemy. When you first see him, you cannot hurt him. He kills you like pretty much instantly. And if you go left, you're done. There is no, you cannot, because I played the safe states. I was able to screw around. Left is death. I had to literally die and reload and go right, and then I was fine. It's a, a throwback to the end of the first game, because I remember running from that thing and then getting towards the end and taking a wrong turn and just dying and having to start over. You mean the baby? Yeah. yeah. It touches you, it's automatic death, and you just yep. got done through that whole fight. Yep. That happened to one of my co-hosts, by the way, when we did that episode. I'm pretty sure they went left. Yeah. Pretty sure that's in the recording back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go any far with that comment, but that's where we're going to go. <laughs> okay, I, I forgot that was that, but oh, we were talking about like the ending, so like I, I like the final fight, so the final episode of this game is very quick, so you beat that guy where you end up jumping into your friend's bodies, and you fight the same guy all over again, but you fight in liberation mode. We haven't talked about it all in this episode yet. Oh, yeah. So throughout this game, you have a liberation meter, which is from the first two games. 
liberation the second game had it for sure where you build up this meter when the meter builds up because there are not many buttons on the psp they had to do something creative where they hit you have you hit triangle and circle together and she'll go into like a limit break mode and she shoots really fast she can move fast infinite ammo in her pistol she pulls out two pistols she gets two guns <laughs> two guns two bitch guns. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can then jump into them really fast or a lot faster and do a ton of damage when you overdrive the enemies the problem with the mode is it goes away in like five, I mean, what, seven, eight seconds? It's really quick. Yeah. And when goes, you... Right? Go ahead. I think it goes away faster when you jump in enemies. Yeah, like, it, it continues to tick down while you're overdiving. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, I loved it. I just wasn't... I wanted more of it. Like, I had to go through a lot of pain to fill up that bar. <laughs> I didn't want to just give it up so quick. I didn't. I had one of the assault rifles to where if I just unloaded... I had, like, 900 bullets in one of the assault <laughs> rifles, and I just unloaded the enemies, and it went up pretty quickly. I think it was uh, whenever you fight... It's whenever they're like... Maya tells you, like, oh, you know, these guys are the only guys in the building, so don't die too quickly, which happened anyways. I'm hiding in a corner just shooting this one. It's like a worm where, like, its mouth opens up and it shoots out fireballs. Those are terrible. And I was just in the corner just shooting this guy who's doing no damage, going, please go up, Liberation. Please go up. Just a little bit more. <laughs> that that was one of my problems. I, I just didn't get enough Liberation. And then in the final fight, you're just in Liberation mode, which... Really reminded me of Dirge of Cerberus again, where you get to use your special limit break mode for the whole fight. I almost died in this fight. I I was at a sliver of health when I finally beat him. After I had to reload a couple times my save states. <laughs> I died and came back with revive, so I was oh, able yeah. to. <laughs> I think I did that too. Because they just have too much health. I mean, that's really again one of my complaints that enemies have a lot of freaking health in this game. Mm-hmm. And the final boss is no no different. So I actually beat this game Monday when we recorded Bioshock. I was actually watching half the ending. I had to stop so we could go record and then go back and finish the ending. <laughs> and is the ending's kind of weird. The ending is where they explain everything that's happened in the game. Yeah, you could you could have watched the beginning of this game, watched that like the two year time or the two year skip, and then watch the ending and been fine. Or just don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of odd how the only time that you find out the entire story of the game is at the end of the game. I guess there's hint like liberation mode isn't what it used to be and uh i guess her her freaking out because that you know like, like we said it doesn't make more sense at the beginning why she's like so scared of everything and all the other stuff mm-hmm. there there is that weird moment which uh threw me completely off guard which doesn't like i swear they they wrote this ending like after they were like halfway done with the game because there's a part where kyle's talking to aya on the roof and He's like, I recognize everything about you, and it's, then you think later <laughs> on, and it's like, wait, wait, it's just a weird game. It's a weird game. I mean, I and like it, it's weird, as I'm making the joke in the ending. So in the ending, you finally is when Maya finally ends up seeing Aya. She sees, she remembers what happened in the in the wedding shooting when she was when Maya was killed or when Aya was shot, and she jumped in Aya's body that caused all this problem. And like you take control, I think you're supposed to like shoot Aya or something in the wedding dress as Aya, but. Aya takes control of her own body for the first time all game and shoots the hell out of the fake revolver ocelot guy, I keep calling, which is like your, the guy that's in the beginning of the game helping you. And that's the only time that Aya is involved in the entire game. And I think by her shooting him, she changes everything or she comes back. I didn't really understand what the hell was going on. So what <laughs> what ends up happening is so during I, I hate that I know the story so well. I'm so oh, it's sorry. Good, at least someone knows. <laughs> so what happened was I wish I had on camera so I can see me pound my fist together like fake revolver ocelot does. So when Maya jumps in Aya's body, 
she ends up destroying her soul, but she makes all the people around her high ones and then creates a twisted. In this new ending, when uh, it's totally a different voice actress, I think is interesting, and I feel bad for whoever this woman has like five lines of dialogue in this whole game. They end up, what is it? So their 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 souls collided, which made it twisted. So in the actual ending, where you actually change the future, surprisingly, even though they tell you every five minutes in the beginning you can't change the past or the future, they switch bodies. So Maya is in. Aya's body and Aya is in Maya's body and you kill her so she no longer has to live for no reason that's never explained and the twists that are never created oh and you Sorry, yourself something else I gotta read after you yourself as a character which I know y'all both play Parasite Eve I I don't have that deep connection with it but it still sounds messed up you yourself have to kill your favorite person which is Aya <laughs> so dumb and apparently because you're also you're doing this you went back to time zero you're not so you're actually in the in the scene when it actually happened, and that's yes. when you kill Boar. So you stop the whole game from happening. Yes, I didn't realize that, that you go back in time and and you race the entire game that you just got done playing. Yeah. Okay. I still have to play it though. <laughs> and apparently, in this, you're going to read this paragraph from Wikipedia because I can't. I have to read it; otherwise, it'll make absolutely no sense. So apparently, in 2010, at St. Thompson's Cathedral, Aya and Kyle were going to be married. The cathedral was attacked by a SWAT team, and Aya was killed. Eve attempted to save Aya by sending her consciousness into Aya's body, creating the overdrive ability. The event caused Aya's consciousness to separate from her body and fragment through time to create the twisted. Eve's consciousness became trapped in Aya's body, while parts of Eve's body were trampling the people close to them, creating high ones. The Aya of the main story is, in fact, Eve and Eve in Aya's body. After these revelations, Eve returns to her body, I guess that's Maya, and is trapped, is attacked, asked by Boar to assimilate him and trigger the birth of a new species. Eve refuses, and when Boar tries to force the process of reborn, Aya shoots him to death. Aya then reveals that that to her avert the birth of the Twisted and High Ones, the source, I and Eve must be removed. Expressing her regret of not being able to marry Kyle, she tells Eve to shoot her in a fit of emotion. Eve switches body with Aya before shooting her, creating a new timeline where Eve's body, AF conscious, do not exist, erasing the game's events. Though Eve offers to marry Kyle, he refuses and hints that he is going to find Aya. In a post-credit sequence, which I did not see, four years after the game events, Eve is walking the streets of New York and is wished happy fourth birthday by a woman resembling Aya. What, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing about that scene. I could not find it anywhere on YouTube. Probably because Square Enix went, nope, kick yeah, that off of YouTube. I like how you said you you prefaced that by I have to read this or it won't make sense. Like that was gonna fix everything. I, <laughs> I mean, he he did he did you know paraphrase most of that, which I didn't realize. I thought it was something more to it. And I as I was reading it out loud, I'm like, okay, I didn't need to say all this. But the fact like that ending, I didn't. I I sat there for the credits. I thought I don't think I just maybe because I I got the maid costume, but. That makes no sense. So it's happy. F- what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be, I guess, a teaser for like, oh, we might make another one. And it never <laughs> happened. Yeah, I, I, we're not getting the series is dead now. Maybe we'll Square get a Enix only makes sequels to games if the creator sticks around long enough. Like, we'll never get another Chrono Trigger, but we keep getting more Saga games. And apparently the creator of Saga still works for Squaresoft or Square Enix. That's what I've heard. At least that was some rumor. Somebody else, one of the podcast listened to it once said and made a comment about yeah, this game. All right, anything Yo. else we should say about this weird-ass game before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? Do you actually have some? Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> uh, I mean, if this episode doesn't make any sense, I apologize. This game doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, it's not just you? It's just here to finish out the trilogy. Yeah, pretty much. Or start yeah. a new one, you know, whichever direction they're going. Again, yeah. you could just, just reboot this, call it Paris at Eve something, and just give me more Aya. Okay, that's all I want. I just want yeah. more Aya. Aya. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I posted in four different groups. First from the Overblood group, I got nothing. From the 
Let's see what other groups I posted. And then I posted and I posted in Paris City Grimoire of Horror. I got five likes. No comments. Cool. <laughs> in the Paris City Eve group, I actually got a bunch. So I was surprised. Well, thank you, Paris City Eve group. Thank you for coming through and giving me something to read on this episode because I didn't think anybody was going to give me any comments. Uh, first one from Chris Axe. I repressed all my memories of this game. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> from oh, yeah. Gnomes Jahanta. It's a fun game, bro. Nothing superior to the classic, but it's fun. Okay. Uh, from Marcos Lugo. Good game, especially the start and end. Are great, more part of the Twisted Ones. All right. Uh, from Beno Adam. Need explanation of association system. This needs a full tutorial. Association system, I'm assuming, is that whole thing with the genes that we talked about. Okay. I didn't realize that was what it was called. I didn't either. From Ben Nielsen. I'm also about to start it. I love the PS1 games, but only just got something to emulate this one on. My condolences, sir. My condolences. Oh, yes. Wow. From Francisco Rodriguez. I personally liked it better than two. Eh, it's low bar. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and this this one from Charlie Rosas. Okay, the stunts are some complicated, and to get all the suits is an eternity. Hey, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Cunella Park Hea, the ending sucked. <laughs> you're not wrong and the last group i did get some from the giant bomb group i was not expecting anybody to comment giant bomb so but okay got a couple to read from zachariah smith i missed this game i guess there's no other way to play it yeah i mean that that's okay there are other ways to play it but that's okay it's, it's never gonna get a re-release oh no i'm sure there's rights issues too with it i wish they at least release the re-release the first one remake release the first two let me play it on my PS4. Yeah, don't don't do the whole Final Fantasy VII remake. Just make it prettier, and it's oh, fine. You don't even make it prettier. Just re-release it. I would love a full Parasite Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, me too. Okay, from Andrew Rafoski. Oh God, fuck! Very part of this game. It legitimately retroactively ruins Aya forever. With the ending so hard that unless they ignore this game or hard reboot, Parasite is dead forever. <laughs> Okay, and this is from Des Fleming. This game is amazing. He's joking, by the way. His next comment right underneath it is, I've never seen a game actively destroy its own series and hate its fan base this much. (laughs) I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's something I could think of I really put my mind to. But yeah, this one is uh, it's pretty up there. And from uh, Taylor Smith, just go read the Parasity book instead. It's unrelated to third birthday, but it's a hell of a lot better. (laughs) Isn't that what the first game's based on? Uh, yeah. First game is a sequel to the book. Yeah, I actually but, heard that like the book's really good, and I went to like Amazon, and I could get it by the Kindle version for ten dollars, or I can buy the hardcover for three hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Oh my god! And last one, I'm going to read from Odonis Table. When I think about games that should have been good, I think of this: Metroid <laughs> Other M and Alien Colonial Marines. Oh man, this and Other M are like cut from the same cloth. They came out the same year. There you go. I tried really hard not to bring that up because, like, this game's just pretty much other end. But yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. There's one that uh, yeah. kind of craps on its own fan base. Fan base. I just, you know, it, it's as much as I, I did have fun playing this game. It kind of hurts me that one of my favorite one one of my favorite games from PS One is was trampled and created this you know series that doesn't go anywhere. I said two two started it, so <laughs> I can't hold this one. Two, I, I I blame two for me just not playing it right and not enjoying it. Because I wasn't playing it the way... Because I watched speedruns of it. I watched people play it, and they were not having any of the issues. Even the speedrun was doing better than I was. And he wasn't leveling like I was. So there was something I was I was completely missing in, in two. I'm going to go back and try it again. Yeah, Gunblade is pretty sweet. 
Yeah, I actually might want to end up like getting an emulator and playing these at work while I'm bored. So well, I can help you with that. <laughs> I can help you with how to get emulators. We're just not going to talk about them here. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Any, I think it about wraps up this. I think we should go to shelf stack or box. Anything okay. else you want to say, Mike? I don't, I don't think we need all those options for the. <laughs> You're right. We'll go to shelf or shelf. All right. So, Mike, what about you? I was going in the box. I'm sorry. It wasn't an option. It was shelf or shelf, you said. Okay. Is uh, <laughs> the shelf in the box? <laughs> like, it could have been fun. I remember liking it the first time just because, like I said, I don't give a shit about story. So, I skipped all the cutscenes and whatever. Combat's generic, but just, just go play one. It's. It's good. It's better. If you want a game where you just run in and fight a bunch of enemies, go into the next room, fight a bunch of enemies, play X-Men Destiny. It's better than this. You know, all I can think of right now is that meme from Baron Zemo on the plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's, but it's crazy. He's, he's out of line, but... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. That's all I can think of, because you're not wrong, but X-Men Destiny is not a good game. It's a better game. X-Men game. It's fine. Is it, is it an X-Men game? I, I, I don't know. It's just a game with mutants. It's not an X-Men game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been in that game really well. Go back and listen to that episode. It's uh, it's a good one. Uh, I'll go next. So originally this game what it was going to go on the shelf. I was having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I was even kept messing with Mike last week when, or when we were talking. And I'm like, I really like the game. Like, he's like, shut up. And yeah. <laughs> you just want to be contrarian. I don't appreciate it. No, I actually was having fun. I actually really enjoyed Whatever. myself. I, I got into it like twice. This happened when I was playing third birthday, which I haven't mentioned yet. I lost track of time, which doesn't happen to me. I'm usually very good about, okay, I got an hour to play a game. I got to go to work an hour. I got this to do this. I wouldn't stop playing. I was late to two different things. I think I was late to a recording because I just didn't stop playing the game. I was late to, to go to bed. because I just wouldn't stop playing. I was almost late to work. because I just wouldn't stop playing. I was having so much fun. And I was like, God, this game is really good. And then I got to chapter five when they decided to crank up the difficulty and ways that enemies didn't die. And I wasn't having fun anymore because I'm playing a game on easy. I don't want a challenge. I just want to shoot things, have fun, move on. But the fact that the story is so just fuckery, I think there's no better word for it. And the fact that killed a series that I want to see, I want to see more of, you know, I can't, I can't put this game on the shelf. It, it was going there, but then it, and the fact that all the suits are unlockable and they're all just I'm a horn, uh, called, you know, if you're a hornball, here, play this. So uh, I I got to put this game in the stack because I had fun, <laughs> but it wasn't good enough to go on the shelf. But it's a series I really like. So it's going in the stack. How about you? Okay. It's going to GameStop so I can give me something else. <laughs> they don't take what, PSP games anymore. Uh, back in the day, they did. And that's what I did with it. So there you go. So you can't see it, but I'm I have my copy. <laughs> oh, it's still going somewhere. Nobody can see, but the copy is right in my hands. Oh, I bought this game new for 10 bucks at GameStop. <laughs> I think oh, I did, good, too. That's a good price. Yeah, that's not a bad price for this. Wow, I didn't realize I bought this game new. Hey, I even still have the product registration. I still have I have the code in here for Lightning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Better use it before they shut down the, the stores. I don't have a PSP, though. So, yeah, I bought this game new for 10 bucks. apparently. I was so excited to play this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make it right. <laughs> I do like I do like our fourth option, GameStop. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I have to remember that. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, I think I, I did enjoy this game more than I enjoyed two, though. Oh yeah, but that's uh, probably. I really need to go back and try two again. I just remember I played one for the first time and I loved it. I'm like, I gotta go back to two. And like, oh god, what did they do? I mean, we talked about replaying one for the show. Yeah, we'll get that. that's that's a that's a commitment. I'm not so sure I want to make it. I'll make it happen. <laughs> uh, so Mike, why don't you introduce? What we're talking about next week, because it's completely your fault. <laughs> we are playing Cubivore for the GameCube. It's a, it's a good one. 
I love how we go from a classic, classic game, Bioshock, and then we play Third Birthday and then Cubivore. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's okay. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to ever hear of it. Well, at least the week after, people people will know that one. <laughs> All right. And Joe, do you have anything to promote? Because I forgot to ask that earlier. Uh, not at the moment. So. Okay. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you want to hear what we think about Parasite Eve, or at least what I think of Parasite Eve, because Mike was not on the show yet. Oh. Episode 23, we covered the first Parasite Eve, which is a great, great episode. It's actually one of our top 10 episodes people listen to all the time. So check that out, because that game is great. And go play that game. Don't play this. Play that game. Uh, fun, <laughs> fun fact, since I was listening to y'all's podcast so I could get ready for it, I had to turn off y'all's Parasite Eve podcast because it was more interesting than Third Birthday. <laughs> okay, that's uh, hey, it's a good episode. One of the one of the co-hosts on that episode beat the game in ten minutes before we started recording because he procrastinated. Yeah, and there there's a there's a moment that I don't want to spoil, so we'll talk about it after we're done recording. So okay, so definitely go check that out. And we also covered Parasite Eve two episode seventy six. So two before you join, Mike. Yeah, I got I, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> <laughs> Not this bullet though. <laughs> Uh, and there's a good chance that down the road at some point, me and Mike are going to record a retrospective about the Parasite Eve series. Yep. I'm going to say it here because we have to do it then. So we've talked about it. Because we want to yep. do retrospective when we finish series. Nothing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to say something. I cut you off. Yeah. So, all right. That's all I, I need to say about Parasite Eve. So if you enjoyed this episode, please go check out the other Parasite Eve episodes and check out all their other content. We have 120 something episodes, 126 other episodes besides this that are game or game related. And we have minis or more games. We do comics. We do films. We are going to be MCU. And the time you're hearing this, Black Panther should have just came out not too long ago. So definitely go check out what three white guys have to say about Black Panther. <laughs> good episode, actually. <laughs> I was going to go check those out. I want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Tony from ZP Bite the Books. And if you want to help us out, we do have a Patreon now. We do have a poll for our first pilot test episode. So definitely all you do is throw us a dollar. You can vote for our and we're going to do more polls. We're going to do more things with Patreon. So I'm just starting. So definitely go check that out. You will see a link in the show notes. And please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where I post screenshots of what's coming up with what games are going to be coming in the show. Definitely go check all those out. And I think that everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya.